Welcome back to the show. We have no idea ever how to do the intro to, so we always just make you do it anyway. That sounded pretty good to me. I fucking hate every single one of you. <laughs> From the 905s, whoever you are, this is Schwal Wars. My name's Adam Hayes. Welcome to the month of December. It is now time for the ho-ho-ho season. And uh, to be able to welcome in the month of December, we are going to be doing another special Never Have I Ever Seen, where, of course, one of these two have never seen this particular movie, and they are being forced, against their will, to watch it based on the other person. This time, Cassie gets her revenge from Mr. Nanny, which, by the way, you can go back in the archives for that, anchor.fm slash podcast, and she is about to show Jordan her all-time favorite Christmas movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, no, 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 not the Rankin-Bass one, the 2003 straight-to-VHS-slash-DVD release uh, that she it just, just adores. Uh, Cassie, the floor is yours now. Why is this movie your favorite Christmas movie of all time, and why is it better than the ever-popular Rankin-Bass version? Have well, you seen that one, by the uh, way? From beginning to end? Probably not. Okay. I've tried showing it to her. <laughs> but for starters, it's not fucking claymation or whatever goddamn animation they use. It's horrible. And Rudolph sounds like a squeaky dying goat in that one. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even a minute and a half into this thing. You've already broke Jordan with squeaky blind goat. I'm so sorry, but like... Okay, but going back... Oh, oh Christmas. I knocked the Christmas tree over. I'll not, get the, it. not the big one. Not the big one. There's a little one behind my head. <laughs> okay, so why, again, is this movie, in your opinion, more superior? And I why did, do you just like in general? I like the animation better. Um, I want to say that I like the story better, too. Like, I know it's the same story, but I don't know. I just feel like this one is a lot more... Um, it just touches on more. It's more relatable, if that even makes any sense. I don't know. It's cute. And I like the songs that are in it. And um, God help me, I can't remember the name of the guy who plays Sanny. What's his name? John Goodman. Yeah, like he's such a good Santa Claus voice. <laughs> you just confused the hell out of Jordan. Yes, John Goodman is Santa Claus in this movie. Is there a bumble in it? Uh, there is not. There's not a bumble in it. There's no bumble. I will tell you that now. Mm. They have a different villain in this movie. Yeah, and I love... Who's played by Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. I love the villain in this movie. She's fucking great. I want to apologize to Jordan now. Sorry, Jordan. Um, because I'm going to be karaokeing with this goddamn movie. And even Adam, so proud. Even he quotes it. And we quote it all year round. It could yeah. always be voice. Right, it could, babe? It could always be voice. Well, Jordan, you'll get that reference in just a few. So... Jordan, your uh, expectations going to this, I know you said before in the last episode we did, which of course was our ultimate Disney fantasy draft, that you kind of go into things with an open mind and whatever, but is it weird saying that like to somebody else that like this Rudolph movie is far superior than the one that you grew up with with your nostalgia? Yes. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, you can't really say it's, I can't say it's weird because... I grew up in a different time. It's true. It's like I can't say something that someone else grew up with is weird to me because it's, yeah, it's a, it's a different generation. It's a different time. I feel like we're going to cut to like five minutes later after you watch the movie. You're like, you're weird. 
<laughs> you're like, you like this movie? You're weird. I think he's going to like this movie. Yeah, well, only time will tell. I mean, he had, he did like the last movie that you showed him, which was the... Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Now that I know there's no Bumble in it, my expectations are a little low. <laughs> hey, well, now. Well, well, let's just let's have to see what happens with this. Also, too, uh, attached to the link when it comes to this episode, uh, it is available actually on YouTube, uh, which is how we're going to be watching it tonight. Uh, so if you want to watch it for yourselves... Uh, and then, you know, pause this and then go and watch the, or sorry, listen to us afterwards, you're more than welcome to, or even just watch the movie after you've listened to our review, you're more than welcome to. So without any further ado, Jordan, Cassie, let's do this. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 2003. We'll catch you on the next, well, on the other side. Dear God, Jesus. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, this is Gilmy from the OIW Podcast Network. I am the pod father, and you, well, you know what? Kind of digging that in name now. But what I do want to talk to you guys about right now, real quick, is the OIW Podcast Network has very big things coming in 2022. You are going to start seeing us pop up at your local wrestling shows, your comic conventions. We have our own website now as well as all of our social media posts, which are being actively run right now. I just want to say thank you to listening to all of our shows, guys. Check out the site. Check out those socials. Keep tabs on where Ontario Indie Wrestling is coming from. And thanks for just listening to all of all these uh, shows. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> That reindeer was so obnoxious. <laughs> oh, great. I know it makes no sense. for It's redundant to say it's cartoonishly obnoxious because he was a cartoon. But still, oh. cartoonishly obnoxious. Also, I feel the need to point out something. I asked before this started if this was computer animation. Oh, shut up. Or hand-drawn. Shit. <laughs> You told me it was computer animation, and in the first 15 seconds, I realized it was hand-drawn. Listen, that is some pretty good hand-drawing. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the second those fairies flew on screen, I'm like, this is hand-drawn. <laughs> Whatever. Oh so, God. what'd you think? Well, how many... How many times have you actually seen this? Uh, <laughs> um, well, I got it for Christmas, I think when I was four, maybe five. I remember mm -hmm. opening it. I actually guessed that it was, I remember holding it. And cause my parents used to put the presents under the tree early. And I remember holding it and I could feel that there was a gap. So I knew it was a VHS. The DVD crease? Uh, no. V it was VHS? It was VHS. So, um... I said, like, I was like, this is a movie. And my dad was like, well, she already knows what it is. You might as well let her open it. And it was this movie. So I don't know why my parents bought it for me. My dad must have just saw it and thought it was cute or something. Uh -huh. And so I've been watching it every year, multiple times a year since then. So I have probably seen this movie between 20 and 30 times. You know, that's... Not as much as I thought it was going to be. No, well, no. I would only watch it, like, at Christmas time. But there was, like, when I first got the DVD, I would watch it, like, several times. Okay. So, like, it's probably more than that, but I'm just underestimating. 
Fair enough. Yeah. What did you think the first time you saw this? I think I was four. So what did I... you think the first time, the <laughs> earliest time you remember actually having an opinion when you saw this? <laughs> um, Besides just, oh, there's moving pictures on the TV. I'll sit down and watch. Um, I don't know. I just, like I said at the beginning, I really, I really liked the music in it. I really liked the hand-drawn cartoon animation of it. Uh-huh. I liked it so much better than that Rudolph. <laughs> So for the people who are confused because it's an audio podcast, we're we're on YouTube where we watch this and right next to this one is the thumbnail of the Rankin Bass Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964. The one with the squeaky dying goat. Which this one sounded exactly the same for the first 20 For the first 30 seconds. Actually, surprisingly, I don't know if I'm in the minority on this one, but the Rudolph in this one actually sounded to me a lot like that one. He did. At least when he gets older. So when they were like, gosh, Zoe, and all this stuff like that, like he, it was pretty matched almost. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't like the other one. So I, I loved this one. It was so like up my alley. It was my, it was my kind of animation. I've never, I've always been really picky about like my animation and what I watch um, that is animated and stuff like that. That's why I like a show like Paw Patrol Mm. today like with Caleb watching it I could totally see myself watching something like that and the animation is very similar to this Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer so this this reminds me well I mean I can't say it reminds me but this feels like something that like I probably would have seen it's probably gonna date myself horribly this sounds like some felt like something I probably would have watched in my younger years if it was on on like YTV on like eight o'clock at night during like the Christmas season because they would play a lot of old animated like Christmas themed like made for TV movies like this is that what this was was this made for TV or was this I think it was straight to VHS it was straight to VHS DVD release it was one of those movies yeah so this one's fun there's some things I think that it does better than than the the Rankin Bass one. There's some really? things maybe like that what? I that I think it maybe doesn't do quite as good as the Rankin Bass one. Well, that's fair. Sure. Well, Thoughts. the the father. What was which which reindeer was his father again? Blitzen. 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 Was it also Blitzen in the the old one too? Which it was Donner in the in that one, right? Donner. Yeah. The fa- his father in the Rankin Bass one was, like, very ashamed of his son's nose. Like, he was one of the ones that was always, like, like we gotta hide it. He's never gonna, he's never gonna be one of the, one of the reindeer if he has a nose like this. They put the fake nose on him. Like, he was ashamed, basically, of his son. Yeah. The whole time until the end. This one went the other way, which was very refreshing, where, like, the father was not ashamed of his son. Like, he let him go outside and walk around with that nose. He didn't try to hide it. He wasn't... He didn't think any less of his son because he had a nose like that. He had a couple of moments, but for the most part, yeah. But did he, though? Because, like, the only time he really would have had a moment where he seemed like he was ashamed of him was when he got kicked out of the reindeer games. And he was like, oh, that nose was an accident. Which, kind of true. Yes, He didn't okay. intend for him to come out like that, but... Of course. No, of course it's... Yes, that, that part, 100%. But I'm also talking about right at the very beginning... When Cupid and Donner and I think Prancer came up and he hit him like under his legs. And then, okay. and then, um, his, whatever the, the 
Doe's name is, she like turned over. She was like, Zoe? ashamed of your own. No, not Zoe. Zoe that was yeah, yeah. no, whatever. Whoever Blitz. Oh, the other, yeah, the other one. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like ashamed of your own son or something like that. And then he's like, okay, and he like lifts his legs, and Rudolph comes out. See, but even then, in like a small moment of weakness, he still let him go out and play. Yeah, and he defended him and all of that. Yeah, the old one would have never never let him take the fake nose off. Um, You sounded like you were just about to say something. I was, but I'll save it for the end. Well, go ahead. Uh, it was just a correction issue for you guys as well. I thought this was also a straight-to-DVD VHS thing. Apparently, it had a very small run in the theaters. Oh, it did? <laughs> yes. Um, it actually has a budget of $10 million. Okay. And it made $113,000 in the box office. <laughs> when was it? Where was it released? It was released October 16th, 1998, just only in the United States. Well, that's why. Who releases a Christmas movie in the middle of October? In 1998, no and, less. Like, in 1998. That makes no sense. Uh... I can't I can't begin to explain that. But on the topic of corrections, Adam also wanted to mention that he fucked up yet again. Love you, babe. But mm, this is like the fourth time you fucked up just in this segment. But anyways, um, this movie came out in 1998. This is the 25 year anniversary. It did not come out in 2003. Uh, So that's a correction that we had to make from earlier. Love you, babe. Oops to doodle. Um, so overall, favorite characters. Hold on. So like that's that's something that I feel like was done a little bit better than the relationship with his father. That was done better than the old one that I grew up with. I think it definitely aged better. Define that. Well, I just mean like how you're talking about. I mean, I've barely freaking seen that one because I don't like it. But um, I feel like this one kind of aged a little bit better in terms of like accepting people for who they are and. Okay, sure. There, there's, there's also a scene, too, if I can jump in for the Rankin-Bass one, where, like, they go to find Rudolph, and, like, the dad is like, no, this is man's work. Oh, Jesus. That is a line in the... In the that is... That, yeah, it is. When, like, okay. the mom and father, when the mom and Zoe want to go help find Rudolph, and they're like, no, this is man's work. Um, maybe something that I, this one, maybe I felt didn't do as good... As the Rankin Bass ones, some of the characters, not that they weren't entertaining and not that they weren't fun, some of the characters in this one I feel didn't really have a whole lot to do. That's fair. Such as? Well, the, the polar bear that came in like halfway, like over Lemon. halfway through, didn't really do anything. He went with them to get, to go save Zoe? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He went with them to go save Zoe, got caught, and then just left with them yes he didn't really contribute anything when he yeah that's fair um he contributed his cave as opposed to the some of like the iconic characters and that one at least to me like yukon cornelius and the hermy and i don't remember what the doe's name was in that one i got this you keep thinking i know the answer to this question though and the bumble, which when the polar bear came up, I all said I almost I almost freaked out because I thought there was a bumble in this one too. Nah. But nah, there wasn't. Nah, we didn't lie. So like maybe some of the characters in this one, like again, while they were fun, didn't really maybe have a whole lot to do. Having a villain in this one was interesting, because that's not something that the old one I grew up with had. I don't believe. No. There wasn't a there wasn't a villain. There was an antagonist in this one. Um who was Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, 
great. Love her. Yeah, we'll get to the cast in a second, but... Which was a cool... She had a cool design. She kind of looked like Ursula, but like... Winterized. Winterized, yeah. Winterized Ursula with a penguin that looked like a cross between one of the vultures from the Jungle Book and the Pebble and the Penguin Penguin. (laughs) (laughs) So many movie references here. If you watch it, you'll know what I mean. Um... So that was interesting. That was different. This one has a lot of funny humor. I agree. I mean, biasedly. Some of the song. I mean, because this is a first time watch, I don't know. Like some of the songs, while they're catchy, like they're to me, they don't. They didn't hit as hard as like some of the songs from the old one do. But again, I've just seen this. I also think that. Um, I do think that, especially at the beginning of this movie, they they really overkill with the songs. Oh, there was like a song every almost five minutes. Oh, yeah, easy. Like, easy. It, it almost was like a music video. Yeah, exactly. So I do agree that, especially at the beginning, they do overkill it with all the songs, but... Like, if, I there, mean, if there were less songs, maybe like spaced out, between, like a little bit fewer and far between, like maybe they would hit a little harder. Yeah. But other than that, like, they're catchy, they're fun. Um... I mean, catchy enough that this one next to me knows... She was saying the lines. Even, (laughs) not even the song, not even the song lyrics. She was reciting the lines as the movie was going on. Which is really funny. And you're the doe that made all this happen. Work that out in therapy. (laughs) That was hilarious, even though we missed it the first time. The bully was obnoxiously dumb, which was funny. Oh, God, what are you doing? Stealing the key to your dungeon? Go back to sleep. Oh, okay. Doodles. <laughs> you know what he looked like? Slyly? Yeah. You know what he kind of looked like a mix of? Maybe not a mix. Adam, what was the cat's name from the Tiny Toons? Oh. The blue cat from Tiny Toons. Yeah, okay. Do you, do you get it? Yeah, I get Am it. Am I off with that reference? You're not. No, you're not off. It's similar animation. He was kind of... He looked like the blue cat from... He was a fox. He was a winter... Uh, Arctic fox. He was like the blue cat from Tiny Toons with the voice of the dog from Tom and Jerry the movie. I am knocking him out of the park with these comparisons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, John Goodman as Santa was interesting. I feel... But I would have liked if he had like a little more to do. Yeah, especially since, you know, he's fucking Santa Claus, but he can't make the final decision at the reindeer game. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Like, Saying that for ten fucking years. He got to, Rudolph <laughs> got disqualified because he accidentally used his nose and blinded one of the people in a race in the reindeer games, and then it came down to the referee's decision, but he's like, oh, well, it's the referee's decision. I can't do anything. I'm like, but he works for you. That's why I've been saying to Cassie, I'm like, he's the god of this universe. He's like, well, it's the it's the judge's decision. And I'm like, no, it's you. <laughs> well, the only reason why I was saying it would have been like, cool if he had a little more to do is because like, clearly John Goodman is the biggest star they have in this. Or at least the biggest A-list voice that they have in this. Well, we'll get to the cast in a second. Um, And also, it's kind of funny. Adam, to this up until this point, didn't realize that he was also the voice of Rex and We're Back, the dinosaur adventure. Yeah, great movie, by the way. Because he sang in that, too. Um... Speaking of the actors and stuff like that, the older Rudolph was actually played by Kathleen Barr. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, you would know her as Dot Matrix from Reboot. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Small course, world. John Goodman, of course, was Santa Claus. Stormella. Just the voice part was uh, 
played by Whoopi Goldberg, not the actual singing part. So Whoopi actually didn't sing in this movie. Well, I could I could tell it wasn't her. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Claus and Mitzi Rudolph's mother was played by Debbie Reynolds. Why does that name sound familiar too? Uh, well, she's a big Hollywood actress from back in the day, and she was in things like Singing in the Rain. Uh, okay, so she's you know, way back yeah, in the day. Yeah, way back, <laughs> like classic. Uh, Leonard the Polar Bear, Bob Newhart. That was Bob Newhart? That was Bob Newhart. Wait, back the fuck up. Rudolph's mom's name is Misty? Uh, Mitzi. Mitzi. M-I-T-Z-I, yes. I just learned something. Uh, you never knew that? I don't Slyly think so. the Fox was played by Eric Idle. I know that name. Uh, Richard Simmons, which of course the fucking boom guy, was or played, Doggle boom. or whatever. I wish they would have let him like Richard Simmons it more. And also, uh, <laughs> and also apologies as well. Gary Chalk did play Blitz. I told you it was him. Who also, of course, was from uh, Beast Optimus Wars. Optimus he was Optimus Primal. Primal. Yes, I recognized that the second he spoke. That's awesome. I like this more now. Yeah, I like so, this movie even more now. Yeah, and then Sweet. a whole bunch of other smaller people and actors and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's the... Uh, that's a not bad cast for like some random small movie that only made 120000 in the in the. Well, theaters. I blame them for a poor release date on that. Like that's, that's their fault on that. So the question is... Was this Canadian made? No. It wasn't? No, I, no it was American made. Okay. Um, so the question is, why would then, it have only been released in the states if it was Canadian? Made? Weirder things have happened. So, do you think that you would ever watch this movie again? Does it pass the rewatch test? Okay. Pause before you answer that. I feel like that's not a fair question when it comes to a Christmas movie. Especially why? he watches Christmas movies on repeat. We do it every year. Okay, yes, yes, with Christmas Vacation and Elf and all of that. Yes, but this is also like arguably a, a like a child's movie. I know, so is that <laughs> one, but I this one seems more childish. Maybe a little, like maybe the old the old one. Yes, was also made for kids, but. At the same time, it's like it's very accessible to like to me any age group. This one may be a, a little more geared towards only younger kids, but like I still don't yeah. think it's not accessible to everyone. Would I watch it again? Sure, I think so. I think I could. Okay. And I, I think I would. Where I would be able to watch it, that's a different question. <laughs> well, maybe with Cassie again, possibly Caleb. So, has he seen this? Yeah, I would well, imagine so. He has, but like last year, he couldn't. He couldn't really sit through the movie. Well, I mean, he's he's younger. He's getting to that. He's, he'll get out of that age where he can have more of a stronger attention span. He's getting. He's getting to the point now where he can. Like he's he was sitting through. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, he can sit through the Nightmare Before Christmas, and he sat through uh, the Grinch, like the live action one. Yeah. Also, by the way, runtime for this hour and twenty minutes as well. So a nice easy watch as well. I agree. Better than yeah. three freaking hours. What? Are, what? Better than three freaking hours. What are we talking about? This three hours. I don't know. Every goddamn Marvel movie or the Green Mile or Lord of the Rings. You bite your goddamn tongue when it comes to whatever. The okay, Lord of the Rings will give you that one, but <laughs> most of those other ones are not three hours. Endgame. 
That was designed to be three hours. <laughs> yeah, that had to be three hours. But we're getting completely off the plot here. So overall, Jordan, you're rake. I'll rake give it. it a, I give it a pass. I'll okay. give it a pass. That that sounded very uh, squeaky. I'm sorry. I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll give it a pass. Oh, that was very interesting. Okay. I'll give it a thumbs up. All right, cool. Thumbs up. This is my movie. Love this movie. Oh, so you made this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> she took great... She got all the profits of that $120,000. After spending $10 million. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, it's like, it's a breezy watch. I mean, if anything, it's very family... It's definitely very family-friendly. Like, if you have children, it's a good thing. I think you could probably sit down and watch, especially with children. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's it's easy to follow. It's not overly complicated. So I feel like if you have kids, you should you could be able to sit down with them and watch this, and they'd be able to follow it no problem. All right, so let's get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. Um, what the fuck are you gonna torture me with next? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it'll be in the new year for the year twenty twenty four. So of course, it'll be new anniversaries and stuff like that. Now, okay. But so I asked before. Depending on the time frame, what do you got for me next? I have no idea. He usually picks them. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> well, that's something I never knew. Well, it's a mixture between both of us because, like, I know you've seen a lot of movies. So, like, it's if I know I'm pretty sure that you haven't seen a movie, it's then I usually kind of give her the like the the Iggy of like, okay, I would probably suggest either this or this. Yeah, he'll usually give me like he'll come up with a couple of options and then I pick one. Yeah. Okay, fair. I have one. <laughs> <It's>... Great. <laughs> I have one because I'll, I'll I'm gonna leave time open for you to possibly do one that I think you would probably want me to do. Okay, but you have to go next. That's how this works. I know I'm going next. Mine won't be coming till March. And when was the one you showed me? April. So can we do two two of these two months in a row? Well, I, I'm I'm sure we can probably be able to work that out. So that shouldn't be a problem. I looked. There's not enough good things coming in like January or February. So what's it gonna be? What's the March movie? You've seen it. You really like it. Go on. You're a big fan of it. It's comic book related. Oh God, help me. Watchmen. I've seen it. You've seen Watchmen? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be impressed. No, no, I am not. I don't even know what that is. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Although it does pass the uh, the time constraint clause that Cassie has given to you usually. Does it? What is it? Two hours and 43 minutes. Oof! Max. <laughs> well, Two hours and 15 okay, while minutes. You got, I'm sure... No black and white. No subtitles. Right. <laughs> English. <laughs> they well, speak okay, English. Well, listen. While we're all discussing this, and I'm sure this is riveting audio and nobody gives a shit right now. Um, we will come back, I'm sure, at some point in the next couple of months. That was one I had at the top of my head, but you know what? If it's the time constraint is too long, which it is, uh huh. I'll come Three up with hour movies. I'll come up with something else. There we go. So, yeah, you will. So until then, of course, Jordan, you said it's this movie's obviously a pass. Cassie got to watch her all time favorite Christmas movie, so now it's officially Christmas for her. Yes. Uh, of course, this has been another episode, of course, of uh, Schwa Wars. Never have I ever seen. Next week on the show, oh god, I can't even remember what's next. I believe, um, you know what? It, we were supposed to be doing a review of Ring of Honor's Final Battle 2009, I think it was. Um, but quite frankly, I think because of how much has happened in the wrestling world, 
I think we're going to be having a nice little uh, great wrestling debate part two uh, featuring the biggest stories of the year 2023. Just because so much has happened in this year in the world of wrestling, you know, Punk joining AEW. I was literally about to say. I was going to say CM Punk re-coming back to AEW, being a babyface and a heel, then leaving to now join WWE. Uh, What everyone thought was a surefire win with Cody Rhodes automatically becoming world champion at WrestleMania, losing. WWE being sold for TKO. Just so many stories and things that we need to cover that we don't usually get a chance to cover when we do our best and worst of the year for... um, our Schwa Wars Awards. So we're probably going to be doing that and just debating and whether or not 2023 was the best year of professional wrestling or, you know, if some of the shambles that happened really did kind of fumble it and, you know, put a black eye on the industry. So that should be a whole lot of fun. Jordan, it would probably be nice to be able to have you back on that one. So we'll see what happens. Till then, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Adam Hayes. Thank you very much. And we'll drop my phone. And we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>